You're listening to the Superpower Up Podcast with your superpower experts. This is the place where we explore real-life superpowers and give you the tools to unlock your own. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert, and we have a delightful guest with us today. Tia Lavoie is just lovely, and, and you're going to feel it as soon as she, she starts speaking. I'm sure you're actually even feeling it now. And she and I have spent the last few moments just really connecting in, in this space around the concept of realization. And so today we're going to talk about how to walk the world in realization, and I really enjoy and appreciate her perspective on that. And so we're going to share that with you all today. Um, her site is Be Love, See Love, and we will talk about that a little bit as we proceed. Um, but without further ado, please join me in welcoming Tia to the show. Welcome, Tia. Thank you, Tanya. It's a pleasure to be here. So beautiful. I'm so grateful to have your voice in the mix of this dialogue of you know what we often refer to as embodiment um but really the the recognition of or you know as you said at the realization of who we are in the world and 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 of the world and outside of the world and all of that good stuff and so let's dive in first and ask what are your superpowers Mm, my superpowers are my ability to access presence because presence that's our That's where we access whatever we need in a given moment. When we are stuck, you know, depressed over the past or anxious and hold our anxiety over the future, we're not to create in that moment. And so what's necessary is we got to ask ourselves, you know, it's time to be present. It's time to be present here. Am I present? In presence, that's where we gain our, our realizations about things. When we were speaking earlier, I was telling you, you know, our power is infinite. When, when we wake up in the morning, we are just as powerful this morning as we were yesterday morning and we will be tomorrow morning. But what happens is we go through these experiences that teach us lessons. And when we take these lessons and we apply them, what happens is we get to grow in our realization. And so our realization is the thing that, that we really empower ourselves by because the power that we need, the power that we already have to create or alchemize situations or make big changes and impacts in our world and this world, is it comes through the realization. So you don't wake up one morning and you say, you know, I think I'm going to grow uh, three feet in my compassion today. Or we don't say, uh, I, I grew two gallons in my patience yesterday. We grow in the realization and the way that we grow through those realizations are those beautiful experiences that unfold in our day-to-day lives and, uh, and how deep we choose to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> I love it. So what prompted you to go down the rabbit hole? How did you I mean, move into this space? How did that come about? Uh, I, I always knew there was something more. You know, and I, and I feel like a lot of people go through this in their lives when they're little kids, when uh, they start hitting puberty and start trying to figure out what's really going on, when they get into their adult lives and these situations and challenges show up for them, when they start to get later on in life and, and they start looking back over their life and they start looking at the things they did or have their regrets or they should have done or, oh, I'd really love to do this off my bucket list. I, I always knew there was something more. And I always felt like there was something more and it was just underneath the surface. And I I didn't quite know how to get into that, get beyond that silt in the surface so that I could go a bit deeper. And so then I just stayed open. 
And I just asked, I'd like to see more. May more be revealed to me. And that led me to travel to South Africa to live with the Zulus. It led me down to Peru to experience some, some eye-opening experiences for my personal life. It's that drive for something more. I can feel this, but I can't quite touch it or I can't quite articulate what it is that I'm feeling. It's like when we get around a group of people and, you know, you get that vibe, you know, oh, this feels good or this doesn't feel good. I could feel it. I could feel that something. And so I just started opening myself up to experience. When we open ourselves up to experience, that's when the mag happens. We we live these lives where we're looking straight ahead, but, you know, circumstances and situations happen where we trip or somebody calls our name from the crowd in our peripheral vision or something flies up into that scene that those are the little messengers. Those are the big indicators to get us to, hey, there's something more to this. There's something more to see. There's, there's deeper to go in this rabbit hole. And so for me, I just had this drive. I want to learn more and I want to learn more. I a very, very powerful, very witchy great grandmother. And she always, it's second grade education, but she was wise beyond her times. And so she always said, you know, you keep going. If you, if you fall down and you can look up, then you can get up. And so every time that my ego ever tried to tell me that I failed at this or I didn't do good at that or I did wrong or I'm not worth it, I could look up. And so I got up. And when I got up, that opened me to other experiences most perfect people showing up at the most perfect time, most perfect experience unfolding for me in that moment of whatever lesson I needed. That's what drove me to, to be where I am and who I am today. Beautiful. And how do you work with other people uh, to assist them in that journey? I'm sorry, can you repeat that question? Yeah. How do you, how do you work with other people to assist them in that journey? Well, we offer um, sessions. I do session work. I teach. I have a class coming up in January called Dreamweaver. And it's all about learning to see and understand the, the symbology, not only in our dream state, the, the symbology of our dreams, but also the messages that the universe gives us in our waking daily lives. A certain number keeps showing up in our point of vision, you know, 1111 or 253. There's a meaning behind that. A certain animal makes its way into our world. Even if we live in a city and that animal's not used to being there, there there's always a symbology. My teacher always said nothing happens at random. There's always something deeper to go. There's always a, a deep further down the, the hole to see if we're just brave enough to take a look. Um, I take people on shamanic journeys around the Southwest. Uh, I take people to Peru. It's every October. Um, we go into these sites and they go to these places, these, these ley line points, and they breathe and they get their charge. You know, you go to these certain spaces and, and it feels good. It feels right in your spirit. But also I tell people, you know, you went to this place, but this world is a 360 degree mirror. And so it's reflective. So if you're finding yourself at this place, this temple site, that ley line spot, then you're also there giving back to that space. So I make sure that, you know, you're in the right alignment. You feel good with your heart. You're doing good things in your life. You're speaking to yourself kindly. You're gentle with the people you interact with. I do apprenticeships for one month and three months. Mm, there's a there's quite a few services that we have listed on the website at Be Love See Love. 
Oh, beautiful. So I, and I love the concept of, of the world being a 360 degree, degree mirror. One of the things that um, I teach and, the, and that we incorporate at Superpower Experts is the, I call it the diamond facet theory, you know, and it's the idea of, of all of the various facets that, that we possess in our kind of outer shell, if you will, and, and everything that gets reflected and then we reflect back in all of those different spaces. And so I, I like the um, complementary component of adding in the environments that we touch. Um, I think that, that that's a crucial piece of, um, you know, finding the clues, uh, you know, looking for the patterns, finding the themes, you know, that's, uh, you know, I, that's the uh, detective kind of investigator element that I, that I possess of like, okay, what are the clues? What are we looking at? And, um, and seeing what rises to the surface, you know, that we can kind of piece together. So I yes. love that. So, so what I recommend um, right now, why don't we go ahead and take a break? But when we come back, let's dive into that a little bit and see if we can't get some people some, some really solid um, tips on how they can start doing that in their own existence to start looking for those clues. Because I, I really believe that's, that's a primary step to, um, to walking in realization is being able to observe and be in awareness. So, so why don't we go ahead and let people know where they can find more about you? Yes, my website is www.belove, B-E-L-O-V-E, C-Love, S-E-E-L-O-V-E.com. Beautiful. We're talking with Tia. You're listening to Superpower Podcast. We're talking about how to walk the world in realization, and we'll be right back. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you are ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Awesome. We're back. You're listening to the Superpower Podcast. We're talking today about how to walk the world in realization. And Tia from belovecelove.com is with us. So Tia, prior to the break, we were talking about you know, looking for signs and patterns and clues. And, and, and you were talking about, you know, some of the numbers that come up for people. So what are, like, if people are fascinated with this concept and they don't really feel confident in that observer role, what, what can we offer them to help them be more confident in that right now, things that they can implement? The first thing that you have to realize when, for any journey in this life, this experience is <laughs> it is one long elongation of many different journeys that we take. And sometimes we start a journey off and we have no realization whatsoever of how powerful we, we really are. But the whole, the whole orchestrated event of that journey is to get you to realize, whoa, there, there's something to this. There, I have a magic or I have a power. I have this something inside of me and I can feel it and it's trying to express itself. I tell people that I work with, usually it's the thing that we were most resistant to in our adult, our, our adult lives. So a child that you know, has, has pretend friends, so to speak, or that child that's a little different from everybody else on the playground, a lot of times 
parents to shut them down. And what happens is they start to feel ashamed. And so when you get into your adult life, you turn away from that. You find all these distractions. You know, you, you have bills and you have your car and you have your family to start and you have all these things that you're wanting to do or that it's deemed that this is what you need to do in this world. And so the first thing that you have to remember is that to take a step on your journey, you need an intention. And that intention can be, like I said, for me, it was just, I would like to see more, please. <laughs> I would like to see more and show me more. May more be, be revealed now. An intention is very powerful because an intention says, all right, whatever I perceive is going on around me right now in my current situation, I'm changing my vibration about it. I'm changing my intention for it. I'm changing my perspective. You take different actions, you get different results. So the intention, just asking yourself, just letting yourself know, hey, it's okay to be open to a different experience. And when you do that, the second step, you've got to realize that you're worth it, that you're worth it, that you're valuable, that you're priceless. When we put a price on our thoughts, on our beliefs, then we put a price on the words that we speak. We put a price on our actions. You always have to remember, you know, you're priceless. And so when you're priceless, like attracts like. So you're going to only attract the things that are for you. That's that reflection, that 360 degree mirror of this world. And so in understanding that, so you've got intention and you've got self-worth and self-value, realizing that you're priceless, realizing that you mean something, realizing that when you step outside at night and you stand under that sky and you look at all those stars, you're at a crossroads. And that crossroads is either I can glean the perspective that I'm very small in this great big world or you can take the crossroads of opening yourself up and saying, wow, if this is really a 360 degree mirror and I'm looking at this sky expansive and I'm watching these stars twinkle and I'm watching these planets move around and that's me. If that's a reflection of me, then I'm pretty expansive myself. So realizing, realizing your self-worth and holding your intention. And then from there, it's just allowing body follows the mind. So whatever you believe in, your body's going to start taking you in that direction. I see it all the time when people show up and arthritis has been a big one. I have arthritis. I have arthritis. That's what they say. And I say, okay, there's a symbology to that being affected. And usually if they're in defensive mode, they say, no, my aunt had it. My mother had it. My father had it. Whoever had it passed it down to me. And so then I give them a quick lesson in vibration, that vibration is whatever we choose to be in. And so if like attracts like, then you've attracted, there's an attraction with this physical manifestation that's happening. It's a message. And so if you heed the message, then eventually the messenger will leave because you've gotten the message and you started taking action from that. Realizing things, manifesting things, that's a two-step process. It's like it's very much like when you hear about the mythological tales of the person who needs the prayer or needs that magic or needs that medicine and they climb to the mountains and they speak to their gods and, you know, they say, please give us this. This is necessary for us to continue. And then just before they get the gift, they turn around and they start heading back down the mountain. If we want a thing, then we intend a thing. But if you're going to a thing, make sure that you're also receptive to a thing. Make sure that you're receptive. And the only way that you're going to receive something is if you know that you're deserving of it. 
So when you sit there and you say, okay, here's my intention. I want this to happen. I, I want to realize this about myself. Then those lessons that show up, those experiences that follow where, cha- where they're challenging you, that's your catalyzation to receive that gift of the thing that you asked for to begin with. Does that make sense, Sonia? It makes total sense. And one of the biggest questions that, that seems to come up for people when they're sitting in that stage of things is, you know, is it my ego that wants this? How do I know if it's an intuitive hit versus an ego hit? And I like what you're talking about because it really negates that entire dialogue. Uh, there, there is a uniqueness, um, you know, with the body following the mind, then it, then it also follows that the in external environment follows the mind. And, and it only things only really manifest in our external environment when we've released the attachments that we have to their existence, you know? So you and I say a lot of the similar things from, from different lexicon, but the, I think the hiccup for most people is the getting over or working through what it means to them. So you were speaking about the lineage kind of perspective and there is something significant in us from a very tribal rooted family kind of place that wants to keep those connections solid because as long as we can keep those connections and we are able to and, and completely justified in abdicating some aspect of our own power because something's happened to us, you know, something's been played upon us. Then we don't have um, to be accountable for how we feel or the choices that we've made because it's easy for us to point out here and say, oh, well, it's because of this and it's because of that. But even those things, that's, that's the reflection reflecting back for the person. We can't change what we won't look at. Exactly. So it's really important. That's, and so in order to be able to sit down and look at a thing, you have to realize that you're worth it to sit down and look at a thing. That the experience of seeing yourself, the experience of following literally that white rabbit that is running down these holes and you're seeing all these different aspects of yourself. Well, it's interesting that you talk about being worth it. The the first book that I wrote was 10 years ago, right as I was coming out of government the first time. Uh, it took me a few tries uh, to to extract myself from that world. But the... Um, you were not on you. Uh, yes, yes, I was <laughs> in in uh, little itty bitty uh, steps at a time. I think. Well, that's not true. I jumped first, and then it was like, <laughs> okay, let me go crawling back, and then I jumped again. But the beautiful thing was, along that way, I picked up, uh, you know, my husband, and so that there's there's some some divine purpose in all Yay. of that as well. Um, but the book really flow. I mean, literally, I think it took me all of two days to write because it was so cathartic and therapeutic for it to come out of me. But I wrote about a couple different rape scenarios in this lifetime and one while I was an agent um, on, on a surveillance mission. And what was so beautiful in that process was the discovery of exactly what you're talking about, which was, you know, I could look at the situations and see where um, the other party was to blame. And I could take a look to and kind of see where I had contributed to it. But when things really transformed for me was when I could look at the situations and realize what I was perpetrating against myself in every moment of my existence by not knowing that I was worth it. And so I was able to draw a really cool connection about, you know, I was armed and I was skilled enough to be able to kill the guy in, in a number of different ways. And I did nothing. And, and my mind was able to justify it by saying that it was for the sake of national security. We were on a mission all this good stuff. But ultimately what it came down to was I hadn't done the work to get to the place to believe that I was worth 
defending in any capacity. And while I would do that for friends and family, I mean, I would, I got into, you know, many altercations on behalf of other people and everybody would have said that I was very powerful and confident when it came down to it about where I was um, asserting myself into my own existence. It was, it was severely lacking. And so the, you know, what a gift that, that these two gentlemen gave me in the sense that I was able to sit back and say, wow, I, I'm, if I'm honest, you know, I'm raping myself in every moment because I wasn't being present. I wasn't realizing myself in every moment. And when I came to terms with that, again, not blame the victim, not that they're not accountable for their own actions, but I too was accountable for my peace in it and um, was able to shift that entire dialogue. And it, and it really did come down to a conversation of worth and worthiness. And, and from there started this, you know, 10 year journey of all of the areas and all the stories and all of the hidden pieces um, from our collective consciousness through programming and everything else that would have me believe otherwise. Yes. And some of it was so super subtle. And after, you know, I got married and, and we gave birth to our daughter it was bizarre the ways it was coming up, like silly things. Like if my body didn't look like what I thought it should look like, I didn't deserve to play and have fun with my daughter. Um, if we didn't have enough money in the bank account, whatever that number was, it was totally arbitrary, but there were pieces of me that had attachments to a number. Then I didn't deserve to, to play with our daughter. You know, it was like, yes. and, it, and so it was so beautiful to be able to see it through her and what she chose to represent. But it, um, but it did all come down to that, that rooted, essence of are we worth it you know and and no matter what religious or or spiritual mythos you you are uh, that you resonate with there's common threads throughout all of it which is when you are willing to recognize the divinity within yourself as an aspect of oneness so being one of the one that's when that really comes forward um, in a way that's not ego And, and it's the most humble yet the most powerful and liberating space to occupy um, but like you said, you were there all along. Yeah, better. Well, what do you know? Before you know it, you're addicted to your own fear. I, f- I find it really interesting. The word fear, you know, it's got all around it, but fear actually its word origin comes from the word revere, like reverence, like holding things as sacred. And so I, I don't know where we got that twisted up, but it's it's very interesting to me where fear comes from. <laughs> I love that. I don't know where we got that twisted up. I, and it, you know, words are fascinating, but it it makes sense to me because we do hold our fear and reverence. Like there are aspects of us that cling to it with white knuckles, and ultimately, what you're speaking to is is the freedom of releasing that. Um, and one of the things I work with people on is is the multidimensionality of our nature and, and the idea that. We, we all have the choice in any given moment to choose to associate with whatever fear is coming up or whatever aspect of it. Um, but ultimately it's no more true than we make it true. And, um, but, but we can, we're really good at making it true, which resonates with the definition that you're speaking of and the derivation of the word. Um, I think that's beautiful. I'm going to sit with that and explore it further. <laughs> we are really great storytellers, Tonya. <laughs> phenomenal we can can write some stories even the people who say like no i'm not creative i can't do you know i can't write a story i couldn't write a children's story you're writing yourself a story always day yeah every every moment when people 
people show up and they say, you know, I have trust issues or I, I don't know, I, I question my faith. I tell mm-hmm. them, you know, you don't, you don't have trust issues. You are just being catalyzed to learn to trust yourself. Learn, get your training in. Learn to hear your heart. Mm, action beautiful. That's the yeah, you, you sound so similar to me. A lot of it's just in the reframing. And it's, you know, and, and when I really relaxed into that state of play and recognizing that we're, we're crafting our world anyway, like we're doing it anyway, we're, we're choosing what stories to believe in, what stories we want to write, how we want to say them. Why not be intentional and create the world that you want to create? Um, and it, it took a lot of my logical intelligence, you know, like I have two degrees in how to think critically and, you know, to, to set all that aside for a moment and say, what if? You know, what, what if it really is that easy? And that's when everything really changed. And, and, and I think it's important to say, too, we're not talking about airy-fairy, woo-woo stuff here. Like, we're talking mm-hmm. about really being okay with how things work in a way that is 100% within our control, not because we seek control, but because we seek that realization of everything that we are and yes. everything we agreed to come here to, to do and to be um, requires looking at it. And, and you've said that a few times that, you know, we have to be willing to look at it. And in, yes. you know, my verbiage, I'm like, I'm like, you got to sit in it, roll around in it, rub it all <laughs> over yourself, like whatever yes. it is. Yes. <laughs> you know, you can only go as far out as you're willing to go deep. And sometimes those spaces are a little bit, disconcerting but the irony is is that when you take light in with you you know they're just it's just fear you know that you just meet up with the aspect of you that's sitting in fear there and um i love the reframe on that word so um thank you for the gift absolutely thanks for being receptive tonya absolutely well i we, we need to wrap up but it's been such a delightful conversation i know that Our listeners have gotten a lot out of this. Let's remind them again where they can go find out more about you. So I am on Facebook under Tia Lavoie, T-I-A, capital L, lowercase a, capital V-O-I-E, and www.belovecelove.com. Thank you. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for sharing some time and space with us today. Uh, I appreciate you, you and in the way that you walk through the world and realization as a model for others. Um, and, I, and I honor your journey. Thank you. Likewise. Thanks for awesome. doing what you do. You touch people, Tanya. Don't forget uh, that. Thank you, my dear. You, you as well. So I, I've enjoyed connecting with you. Uh, and to all of you out there, of course, as always, we appreciate your loyalty. And until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers, and change the world. Take care, everyone. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and discover your superpowers today.